Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fit is Buck podcast. Here today is your host, Greg Buck, with my co-host... Callum Bash, as always. Uh, so today we're going to dive into 20.2. Um, just got done running that workout. Um, I really like this workout. I think it's a cool one, especially for the open. Um, generally, seems pretty accessible. Um, but yeah, Colin, let's get your thoughts on it first, then we'll go into kind of my thoughts after running it, and then we'll kind of do some back and forth. Sounds like a good plan. I mean, <clears throat> first things first, the veins on your forehead are still popping, so I mean, just <laughs> don't, let them, don't let them confuse it. Just because he likes this workout doesn't mean that it's an easy workout, that's for sure. Um, man, we got, <laughs> I was just looking at something, uh, con- contemplating life after almost dying last week for 15 minutes, and now this week, now we got to go for 20 minutes as if we didn't already have enough... Uh, Enough fitness programmed for us, but... It's definitely a long one. <laughs> it's, yeah, there's no escaping this one, for sure. There's 20 minutes of work, but the on the upside, there are short, manageable sets mm-hmm. that we can, almost all of us, can complete unbroken in some format, whether mm-hmm. that's the scale division or whether that's the RX division. Um, this is one of those ones where if you have, if you can lift those two, th- those two dumbbells for the thrusters and you can do a, even a single toes bar it's probably a good idea to go rx let's give her a shot you know what i mean yeah for sure so as always we'll talk a little bit about the rx versus the scale dilemma right so rx if you're able to pick up those dumbbells and you're able to do a thruster safely and effectively do the rx workout even if it's just to get a couple reps in to post your score you can even do your reps switch your dumbbells out if you can only do so many or if you get stuck on the toes to bar or get stuck on the double unders, whatever. So you can still get a good workout in. Um, but as always, the RX weight or the RX uh, version of the workout, even if you do one rep, is worth infinitely more points than if you did anything scaled. Yeah, one rep RX is more than 100,000 reps right. scaled, right? So. so if you can get some RX movements in, go ahead and do that. Um, so the standards for the workout are going to be... Well, let's break down the workout first. It's a 20-minute AMRAP. We've got four double dumbbell thrusters. RX weight is 50 for the guys, 35 for the ladies. Uh, scaled weight is 35 for the guys, 20 for the ladies, I believe. Those are per hand, by the way. And that is per hand, not total. Yeah. Um, so looking at that first movement, that's a heavy movement. That's a heavy dumbbell thruster. Second movement, we have six toes to bar. So in terms of our gymnastic lexicon, that's a lower level gymnastic as compared to a pull-up or a muscle-up. So that should be something that if you are fairly uh, decent at gymnastics, that's an accessible movement to you. Then our third movement is going to be 24 double-unders. Again, a small set of double-unders. When we look at this on paper, this is written as an AMRAP, but realistically, our top athletes are going to be looking at this almost as like an EMOM. So what that means is a top athlete is going to be trying to do this every round is approximately a minute long. That's a very fast pace, especially to keep for the whole 20 minutes. However, if I'm approaching this workout or how I approach this workout today was I'm going to pick my sets that I can maintain for the entire time. So for me, I did do Unbroken the entire time today. I got 13 rounds. I wasn't going super fast. Um... So if you're really trying to push the pace, you should be, you know, up around 15 or more rounds, realistically, if you're pushing the pace. Um, again, they're small sets. This this workout is written to make you do a shitload of rounds on purpose. Yeah. It's small sets, 
So your biggest um, your biggest trip ups are going to be either on the double unders or your transition from the double unders to the dumbbell. That's exactly what I was going to say. You're not going to want to go from the double unders to pick up the dumbbells because your shoulders are going to be hurting. They're going to be on fire. So when you're approaching the thruster, you need to make sure you're well stacked, you're tight through your midline, you're driving with your legs. The only way in my mind you can really crash and burn on this workout outside of pushing past your capacity is if you're really shoulder heavy on the thruster. If you stay super tight through the middle in the core, if you're driving with your legs, you'll save your shoulders enough where you shouldn't reach muscle failure in theory. Um, Same thing with the toes to bar. If you're getting good extension, you're driving with the hips, you're getting a good swing versus really muscling them up and being super grip heavy. Obviously, it can be a little grip heavy, um, but again, in the in the toes to bar, save your grip as best you can by getting really good solid kips in, even if you have to do a little bit slower kip, but to keep them unbroken or in your set of two or whatever you're doing um, to save the shoulder and then the double unders. Realistically, if you're uh, an adept double under, er, 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 you should <laughs> you should be treating those 24 double unders almost as a rest interval. Yeah. Um, Again, that's if you're a higher level athlete or a mid-level athlete. Depending on what's your weakness in the workout, that's going to be what stops you in this workout. It's not, um, again, it's not overly complicated. You're going to know what your flaws are for this workout and what's going to be the hard part. And that's the part you need to figure out how you're going to break it up and how you're going to approach it. Yeah. Last week, I think, was just a straight capacity test. We all, we, Everybody knew that they could do those two movements. Everybody can do a burpee. Everybody can do a ground to overhead one way or another uh-huh. at those weights especially. Uh-huh. We've stepped up the skills slightly. It's not like Greg was saying on his lexicon of gymnastics. All I wanted to say that entire sentence was, that was a big word. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, like I said, we've stepped up the skill level slightly. Mm-hmm. We've now moved into a more compound movement with the thruster, right? Even though I was for sure we weren't going to see a thruster before week five, but here we are. Um, and then we're now on the rig, which uh, with a higher level gymnastics movement, obviously the on the on this grand scheme of things, compared to maybe a pull-up or a chest-to-bar or a bar muscle-up, it's not super high up there, but it is more of a challenging movement than say a hanging knee raise or anything like that right so it's in, it's an average movement and then the double under is a, almost a purely coordination and skill based movement right so i think it seems like this open is going to take some gradual steps we went from no skill being able to move that weight however we could now we're we're in the the lower skill tier still mm-hmm. But <clears throat> slightly higher than we were last week. I think next week we'll take another step, and so on and so forth, as it goes until we get back to the absolute grind of thrusters and burpees that mm-hmm. I'm sure that uh, 20.5 is going to be. Mm-hmm. But a uh, couple of things that I wrote down right away were short manageable sets, unbroken for as long as possible, which should be the entire workout. Like I said, short manageable sets, and I wrote in all caps transitions. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, like Greg was saying, like there's three different movements. We're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth for 20 minutes. The transitions are going to be absolutely key. One thing that I know that I'm going to focus on in this one that I focused on in open workouts in the past, especially open workouts with double unders, is that instead of whipping my rope to the ground and trying to move to the to the thrusters as fast as I can to nicely lay my rope back down, 
place it so that when I get back to it again, I can just pick it up and start going. Right. So that there's never a time when I'm trying to work out a knot or a kink or anything like that. The more deliberate you can be with that, I think the the quicker that you're going to be able to make that transition, which is going, like you were saying, going to be the most taxing of the transitions. Yeah. <clears throat> going from the thrusters to the to the pull-up bar is a little bit different than going from the double unders to the thrusters because you're like Greg was saying your shoulders are going to be absolutely on fire after those double unders especially in the later rounds so you need to do anything in your power to be able to make that transition a little bit easier mm-hmm. so take the extra second lay the jump rope out <clears throat> it's also I mean, in my opinion, going back to like maybe a higher level athlete's opinion of this workout, the double unders are where you're going to get your most reps. So they should be pretty much your focus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's 34 reps per round. That hurts my OCD. But there's 34 reps per round, and the double unders are 24 of those reps. So the more rounds of double unders that we can get to, the right. more important that they're going to be. If we, if we can get through those, we're going to obviously make our score higher every every right. time. It was kind of similar with um, 19.2 last year where there was the 25 uh, toast bar and then the 50 double unders, and obviously those two movements were the 75 reps as compared to the cleans that right. came after that, even though the cleans were obviously harder, mm-hmm. but getting through the rounds and then adding those toast bar and double unders onto your score made a gigantic difference in your overall placing. Right. I think it's going to be a similar situation here. And one of the other things that I wrote down to go kind of to wrap that whole thing into one piece is to find a rhythm. You've got to like do things the same way, find your rhythm per your round, do your dumbbell thrusters the same way, like create that ritual of walking from the double under rope to the to the thrusters to how you're going to face in the bar and repeat that sequence over and over and over. The more you can get into a rhythm like that, the easier it's going to feel to keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's easier it's going to feel to pick up the jump rope. The easier it's going to feel to pick up the thrusters because you know you've already done it that way. The the more we can move, the the better, right? That's right. kind of the point here. Yeah, it's a very repetitive workout. It's not one where the volume's going to sneak up on you. Um, you're going to know whether it's 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, 18 minutes in, when you're starting to hurt and stuff is going to start to break down you're going to know when that hits. It's not something like Fran where you're going to go super fast and you just hit all of a sudden wall. hit a wall. Yeah, there's not going to be a Did, cliff in this workout. This workout does not have that. Yeah. Um, unless you pace it very, very poorly, which you shouldn't. Um, think of it, I always like to bring it back to running because most of us have a decent idea of what we're going to run like. So think of it like you're going to go out like you're running two or even three miles or like Kind of almost like a 5K. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, a fast 5K, you're right around a 20-minute mark. So, pacing-wise, breathing-wise, that should be where you're at. Yeah. If you're coming out and you're breathing hard in the first 10 minutes, you are going to be in trouble. Yeah, or less. Even. Yeah. Yeah. If Again, if you're breathing hard... Before the 10 Before the 10, even... I would even argue even up to the 15, you're going to be in trouble. Um, that's a long way to go still if you're, like, gasping for air halfway through. Um, other than that, be careful on the thrusters. Um, that's a difficult, higher skill movement, and that's a heavy dumbbell thruster. Yeah. 50 pounds per hand is heavy. If you cannot safely get it to your shoulder, hit full squat depth, and lock it out overhead without dropping that dumbbell, don't attempt it. Yeah. Okay, I don't want you messing up your shoulder or dropping a dumbbell on your foot or dropping a dumbbell and hitting someone else in the gym. Or um, dropping a dumbbell on your own head. Yeah. Just for safety purposes, you know, we always want you guys to push yourselves, but be smart when it comes to the dumbbells. Um, 
if you're dropping dumbbells, I said this last year, I'll say it again. If you drop a dumbbell from overhead, I'm going to make you stop, and I'm not going to validate your score. So be smart. Place the dumbbells on the floor. I understand you're going to be trying to push, especially towards the end, but this workout is not super short and super fast, and you have to be under the gun and moving. You're going to be moving at a deliberate pace. If you're dropping dumbbells from overhead, that's just careless, and you're going to hurt yourself or somebody else. Especially and, constantly, because right. like we're looking at... You said 13 rounds right. that you got, right? So we're looking at probably 10-plus rounds for everybody. That's 10 drops per right. one person for this workout, right. and we're going so on and so forth. Right. So. so you need to control the dumbbells to the floor. Um, for the toes-to-bar, make sure your grips are feeling good. Don't fall off the rig, obviously. Um, chalk. Be careful with your chalk. I know all of us, we like to go to the chalk bucket, like, oh, I need chalk, I need chalk. I didn't chalk up once the whole workout. Um even at the beginning, again, they're short, manageable sets. If you have grips or if you're just used to doing gymnastics at a decent volume, you probably don't need chalk realistically. Exactly. And on top of that, as I was saying with the fine, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. as I was saying with the find the rhythm, um, if you're if you didn't get chalk in the first round and now you're in the fifth or sixth round and you're trying to get chalk, you're breaking your rhythm. Right. So keeping that rhythm is, I think, an extremely important part of this workout. Yeah, that's how I'm going to probably game right. this. So, or if you, if you feel like you absolutely need to have chalks, and there's some of us out here who are chalk fiends, put a limit on yourself. You know, you're only going to chalk every three rounds, or you're going to chalk at zero, at five, at ten, at fifteen, something like that. Because yep. if you're trying to go to the chalk bucket every round, or some rounds you go and some rounds you don't, you're just eating your clock. Yep. You need to be efficient on those transitions. You need to not spend time at the chalk bucket. Okay. Um, it's only six toes. Of right. It's only that. six toes to bar. I understand that's very, very varied in volume and difficulty for many of us. But again, you should not be needing a ton of chalk for this workout. Yeah. It's their short sets. Yeah. Um, double unders, double unders. We knew they were going to come up. They come up every year. If you haven't been practicing, it's going to hurt. You're going to have to sit there and get as many as you can, yeah. you know? Um, For all of you out there, I was half right. Just no deadlifts. <laughs> no deadlifts today. But yeah, so again, the double under is a double under. Not a lot of strategy there. Try to keep your heart rate low. Again, that's the part of the workout that I was treating as almost the rest interval. Try to push it on the dumbbell and the toes to bar. Jump off, grab the jump rope, breathe through the jump ropes as you're going. Right on to the next one. Um, <clears throat> if you're not super... Uh, advanced at your double under yet it's going to be a little bit harder for you obviously you might not be able to use that as a rest interval you're just going to have to breathe where you can get time the big thing even if you're not great at double unders if you get flustered you're going to get fucked yep keep your cool as soon as you start getting frustrated as soon as you start throwing a rope all over the place you're not going to get any more double unders exactly i've seen that every single year we have done the open if you get flustered if you get frustrated that will not bode well. Behoove you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 5 a.m. liked I used that word the other day. So it will not behoove you if you get frustrated on the double unders. Big okay. words today. Big words this I'm feeling podcast. It. We're learning things. <laughs> but yeah, this is also vocab with Greg. <laughs> but all right. I think that's really all I have for this workout. Again, it's 20 minutes. Pace yourselves. You know what these movements are going to feel like. We've done them in class. Yep. 
The thruster is the one that I think is going to give us the most amount of trouble, especially if you have good toes to bar and good double unders. That's a heavy dumbbell thruster. Again, please just be safe. We don't want to see any shoulder injuries. We don't want to see any drop dumbbells on heads, toes, whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, let's get after it. I really like this workout. I liked the last workout. I think I like this workout better. Um, so far, I have been a big fan of the open programming. This is sick. Sick, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, my final thoughts uh, in three different instances, and I know I said this last week, so I should actually take my own advice because I definitely didn't last week, but like, start aggressively slow. It's a long workout. Uh-huh. It's going to be a grind. We all know that. <clears throat> I... I 100% said that last weekend that I came out yep. with a round of 43 seconds. But in this case, like, let's try and start aggressively slower. Yes. And then, like I said, we can always turn it up after the 15-minute mark and right. try and knock out as many reps as we possibly can in that time. I don't think that that's... It's 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 going to be much harder to redline in the 8-minute mark and then try to hold on for the final 12 minutes exactly. than redline at the 17-minute mark and try and hold on for the last 3 right. minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Starting aggressively slow, find that rhythm. I think that's my absolute final thought. Find that rhythm. Yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. Start slow. (laughs) When you do your first round and you're like, hmm, that felt slow, go slower. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So let's do it again. If you had to do the workout again, what would you change? If I had to do the workout again, I would push my pace, actually. So I went, again, I went aggressively slow. My first couple rounds were a little fast. So then I really slowed it down, and then towards maybe like the 12, 15 minute mark, the workout itself was like actually getting to me fatigue-wise. So I think I would try to keep my pace maybe like the minute 30-ish mark, because I think my first round was like 45 seconds. And then so then I tried to go like around a minute 30, and uh, I was just going too fast at the beginning. Um, so I think if you can look at the 20 minutes, break it down roughly what you want to keep per round, that's a good approach. Um, unless you're someone who, if you get off your uh, pacing, you're going to blow up, then maybe don't do it that way. Yeah. Um, it just depends how you want to go into the workout mentally. I prefer to go on a feel. Um, a lot of other people like to actually have splits. Um, again, I would try to keep it around that. Even maybe a minute 15 out the gate or a minute 30 and then try to get to a minute 15 towards the end. Um, but the first couple rounds were fast and then put it on a little bit at the end maybe. Um, but yeah, like I, like we said, the higher level athletes should be going unbroken. Yeah. <laughs> or as close to as you can. If you mess up a toe, like if you mess up a double under, it is what it is. Take a second, step back over your rope, reset, and go again. Yeah, exactly. Um, Take a deep breath. Yeah. Don't get frustrated. Find that rhythm. Right. Keep it going. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I mean, I'm going to try an e mommer. All right. It's going to be rough. See how it goes. That's going to be rough. Guyman, this one's, this one's yours, Yeah, it's a grooved pitch for Guyman. It's going to be a good match up there at the end. I'm excited. All right. Thanks for listening in, guys. As always, you can follow us online at CrossFit Ariac for the gym, at Buck Built Coach for myself. You can follow Colin at... At CBush6, and you can follow the Great White Guyman at, at Guyman277. I like that. A Guyman <laughs> pitch. Guyman pitch. This one's him. It's going to be a good... It's going to be a challenge there at the end. I have a, have a good feeling about me and Chris being real close on this one. <laughs> All right, guys. Good luck. We'll see you tomorrow.
keep it a face. I put my team on the map. Easy.